Ladies and fellas, women and men, gather round, gather round. The Torchy Andretti Show is about to begin. It is I, your host with the most, the one and only. It's your boy Torch. What up, 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 beautiful people? How's everybody feeling today? Y'all good? Everybody good? Everybody good? Rent paid, lights paid, car note paid, right? Because there ain't nothing worse than coming home to the crib and them lights off, you heard? I don't know if anybody else been through that, but boy, does it suck. Boy, does it suck. Can you imagine being at school all day, listening to Mrs. Johnson and her foolishness about how your subject and your predicates ain't right? Listen, lady, I'm, I'm going to be a top five rapper with a bajillion dollars, three, four, five whips in the front yard, you heard? Couple baddies here, couple baddies there. I. I don't need this stress right now. Just let me sit in the back with the homies, play a little spoon fight, talk about what happened last night on wrestling. We all be good. Now, of course, if you are a child who is still in school, um, first of all, you shouldn't probably be listening to this podcast. But if you are and you, and you hard-headed and you ain't doing what your mama told you and you ain't cleaning up the room right now, instead of you being fast, you being grown, Well, let me just tell you that you probably should never say this, or you will most certainly, most certainly be getting one of them good old phone calls to mom. And ain't nothing more humbling than that. Ain't nothing more humbling than hearing, wait till your mother hears about this one, Mr. Funny Man. (laughs) Yo, I know exactly who I sound like. I ain't even going to put my teacher on blast when she say that. But I know, you know, you know who you are. That's right, I'm talking to you. I know you probably, what, 50, 60 now. I ain't forget. I ain't forget what you put me through. It's like your whole world slow down, dog. Because if we give it in the bug, you know you wrong. You know you wrong. Now you see now, you done fucked up, you know what I mean? I see what I'm saying. I, no, I, I thought... No, so, you know what I'm saying? You done I, fucked up now, you know that, don't you? I, yeah, I, I know you done fucked up, don't you? You always knew you were wrong. But, see, you had to show your friends you don't play that shit. So now, your teacher got to show you she don't either. Uh, Side note to the teachers that call parents. You's a snitch. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I know them kids bad as hell. I know they ain't listening. I know you want to put pause on them for the disrespectful things that they said about you. They done called you names. They done said you don't look good. They probably said you're dumb. They said you don't even know why you should be here right now. And hell, you don't even know why you're here right now. But you're here right now. And you're being a snitch. You're doing a little bit too much. You got too much dip on your chip. Call the principal first, at least. You know what I'm saying? Call the guidance counselors. Call the security guards. Give me a chance. I was just playing. I was just playing. You know how I get when cute Stacy start giggling at my jokes. It ain't even, it wasn't me. I, I had to do that. 
I had to do that. That was on GP. I had to do that. It wasn't me. It was the devil. I don't need the pressure that's on the other side of that phone with my moms. Because I don't know how y'all mama used to roll. But dog, <laughs> mines will pull up on lunch break. Won't ever pick me up and take me to McDonald's like the other kids' parents do. Hit name on the speaker system, all happy to just leave right during the middle of a test. Oh, Jamal, your parents down here to pick you up. Just come on up. She's in a rush. Just gonna have to finish it later. Like, bruh, old girl never picked me up like that. Never will skip work to come get me, but will take a lunch break in a second. You ever got that call when your mom's asked to speak to you on the phone? Scary, ain't it? That call when she speaks to you on the phone, and it's real quiet when you pick up. Your voice even change. You, before she called, you know, what's up, y'all? Oh, snap. Ha, ha. Jamal, come on, man. You silly. I'm always going to say Jamal. That's the only one I got. That's the only one I got. Don't judge me. But, ah, uh, Jamal, you so stupid, fat ass. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Then your teacher break it up. Mr. Funny Man, you have a phone call. Hello? And then it's quiet. It's real quiet. But it ain't that quiet. Because you can clearly hear. I heard you was a funny man today. I'm going to see what's so funny when you get home. Dog. <laughs> Bruh. It's at that moment, that very moment, you got to consider running away. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even going to hold you. F it. Like, <laughs> I don't need this. I do not need this. The streets got me. I'm going to be all right, okay? I'm going to be all right. I'm going to just have to rush home, pack up my little suitcase full of toys. You know what I'm saying? Going to need them for show. Sure. You never know when He-Man and Spider-Man going to have to come out and thump with somebody. And then we out. The first stop I might make, I might if, you know what I'm saying, I ain't got nothing in my stomach. Might have to stop the grandma house because you know it's love there. Always love there. Until you find out Granny and Op too. Because she called your moms. And it's over Rover when she get off in 30 minutes. It is over Rover. Bro, she done told everything. Because you done spilled the beans to Grandma because Grandma's so easy to talk to. Grandma was wearing a wire. How about that? Grandma ass was wearing a wire. Now, that don't make no damn sense. That don't make no sense. This is entrapment. This is entrapment because you know you wrong. You know you got to leave. And they put you in a situation where you got to stop and get some food for Granny. It tastes too good. She lived right around the corner, right next to the bus stop. Come on now. That's entrapment. That's entrapment. Come on now. Don't front on me, y'all. Y'all know how I go. Y'all know how I go. Or am I bugging? If I'm bugging, let me know. You know what I'm saying? I know I be going on tangents. Y'all let me know, but <laughs> come on now. Now, what was I going with this? What was I trying to say? Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so the light's off. Ain't nothing worse. They coming home and them damn lights off. You've been at school all day, ready to come home, watch some after-school cartoons until Ricky Lake come on. But not today. Today, you finna let that imagination run wild, big dog. You finna let that thing run wild. You about to run around the house, you know what I'm saying? You ain't finna do no chores. You about to play with some toys. Might even try to sneak outside. All for what feels like an eternity, but in reality, 
it's about 35 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. <laughs> Yo, that time used to be dragging, dog. With no electricity, that time used to be dragging, bro. And we didn't even have the gaming systems and everything like that. But just the fact that you couldn't even turn on the lights, bro. Like, just sitting there. Like, come on now. What's going on? What's really going on? Now, when you're home and you got the electricity going and you can't figure out if Sally has five apples and gives John two apples and gives Steve one, how many does Ashley have? Man, that clock be flying. <laughs> you tell me? That clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, seven o'clock, 12. Done. The night is over. But when that power off, bruh, I swear, you could walk to Alaska and be back home before your peoples even get there or before the power even come back home. So I don't even really know I was going with that intro. But uh, basically what I'm trying to say is pay your, pay your bills on time, people. Um, now, if you got money, money, I mean, you can sign up for the auto deposits. That comes straight out the check. You don't even, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I ain't never really at any level of being that rich to where I'm letting you just take something out of the check. That's wild. Now, are we ready to pod today or what? All right. Uh, first up, um, happy new year. <laughs> yeah. Happy new year. Cheers to all the ones that made it to 2022 with us. I'm happy that you're here. We love y'all. We love all y'all. Well, most of y'all. Some of y'all we still not messing with, but we wasn't messing with y'all in 21 either. Or 2020 for that matter. But shout out to everybody that made it here. Uh, as I said in the last episode, it was a long one. It was a painful one last year. You know what I'm saying? They say real growth never comes out of comfort. So you got to love that. Uh, that's a gem for the tuck. You might want to keep that later. Put that on your Twitter. Put that on your Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind y'all taking these gems. Just cite your sources. Tag your boy. Don't be nasty like that. Don't be nasty now. Don't 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 take what I'm giving you and then do numbers and then act like you gotta you just giving it up like that because that ain't right. We a community. Oh, and I gotta make sure I shout out the ones that did great in 2021, the ones that just had a blast with life last year. I mean, just living it up to the fullest. You know, uh, um, everything went right. Nothing went wrong. Uh, we didn't ask y'all, um, but somehow we know y'all going to tell us anyways. <laughs> you know, y'all going to tell us anyways how great it was and how unbothered you are. So go ahead and get your bragging out the way now. By the way, yo, you ever been around people that went a uh, particular vibe, a particular emotional vibe? Everybody just venting and sharing their pain, connecting with one another. And then there's that one friend. Nope. <laughs> I'm good. Life's perfect. Just secured another 500K. <laughs> hey, yo, come on, man. Read the room before we rob you blind. For real. For real. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. That, that was toxic. Let me chill. Let me chill. Because we are happy to see everybody winning. There's different paths for different paths. And that was another one. Different paths. P-A-S-T, different paths, P-A-T-H-S. <laughs> hey, man, y'all, I'm giving it up. Y'all ain't even, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Y'all ain't catching it. But anyway, Happy New Year again. Now that we set our pleasantries and wished our neighbors well, 
there's a few things I, well, not really a few, but there's about five things that I want to say to bring into the new year. First things first, take down them damn Christmas trees, man. It's almost Valentine's Day, beloved. Your electricity bill is through the roof. Bro, the fire marshal said, if you connect them lights one more time, there's going to be a fire and they're going to have to evacuate the entire apartment complex. The pest control man said he's seeing termite droppings on the carpet from where the tree was. Come on now. Come on now. I don't want to lie to you, little man. But if Santa ain't bring that PS5 by now, big dog, he ain't coming. <laughs> the tooth fairy may miss here or there. You know, your, your head was too heavy, couldn't lift up the pillow. You know what I'm saying? Your hair was all there. It was traffic. Or whatever the case may be, they going to spin the block. The tooth fairy going to spin the block. Especially if you, you know what I'm saying, the tooth big enough, they going to spin the block. But Santa, he ain't built like that. He ain't built like that. He ain't moving like that. Why y'all do this every year? Not sure if y'all privy to this, but you know there's companies that will come and take these shenanigans down for you. And if you got kids, this is the perfect time to make them earn their keeps. I mean, what's the whole point of having kids if you can't get them to take the lights down and turn the volume of the TV up, even though you're sitting in front of the TV? Come on now. Come on now. That's a character builder. You know what I'm saying? That's a rite of passage right there. Hey, hey, hey. Pass me the remote. <laughs> but yo, we've been seeing y'all lights flash excessively at your crib since October, fam. We thought you was a little early, but Halloween was coming and they probably had a sale. Cool. November? I don't understand, but every Hallmark movie be showing lights on Thanksgiving. A little sus, but again, cool. December is up. I mean, it's, it's December, baby. You got to bring your best. We follow the line with the OJs, the Isleys, Whitney, the Temptations. And when Mariah come to play, we all got to stay. You know what I'm saying? So I get it. I get it. The whole month, let's ride. Ah. Then boom, it's New Year's. January 1st through the 3rd, cool. We faded. I ain't tripping. January 4th through the 7th, you pushing it. January 8th and beyond, man, if you don't get your lazy ass up, man, if you don't, listen, now I know some of y'all waiting on the three kings to come. I know some of y'all waiting on the three kings to come and you need the lights up and the tree up as like some type of compass. But bro, it's January 9th, dog. Are they sharing an Uber XL or something? Do they live in three different spots? Because these boys are CPT late. Personally, I'm not going to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got two, three days out of me. And then it's like, yo, y'all ain't even really putting in on the electric bill. So we're going to have to go We're going to cut that. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to cut that. Second thing. If we don't catch each other between the first two weeks of January, let's forget saying Happy New Year, man. It had a good run. But it's past MLK Day. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? If this is the first time you're seeing me around, you probably won't see me around after that. And we don't got to say Happy New Year. We just, you know what I'm saying? We could easily swap out the farewell, Happy New Year bit for a quick, uh, have a great day. Keep your head up. Stay safe, fam. That's really what I need. Stay safe, fam. 
third, the gym. Now, I know people roast people who don't go to the gym past January 20th. Truth be told, you probably deserve those jokes. But honestly, I mean, it don't really bother me. It kind of never did. It just was funny to crack the jokes, but it never really bothered me. And what does bother me in the gym is you not knowing what to do or having little gym etiquette. Take some time and YouTube the exercises you're trying to do at the crib, bro. Because we all busy people with 30 to 45 second rep breaks. And bro, you've been sitting at the Smith machine watching YouTube videos for the last 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> if you ain't got it, you ain't going to get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on now. Come on now. Sharing is caring. And when you finish using the weights, just put them back. Just put them back. That's not a lot to ask. That's the adult thing to do. That's the, like, the elementary child thing to do. Like, that's expected of, like, a child, like a middle school child. Like, elementary, you still, you know, you get in trouble for it, but you, you don't even really understand it why you need to put your toys up. Middle school is like, come on, dog. Come on, dog. High school, you nasty. You know what I mean? High school, you nasty. Or, or parents call you a pig, you know? And it's college, that's when you're nasty. It's just like, wow. But I mean, college stressful, so they give you a little grace there. They give you a little grace there. After college, it's like, wow. Oh, you dirty. Oh, you dirty. Well, you don't pick up your stuff. Like, just do that. Just a little bit. Just a little bit in the gym. Because this ain't none of your stuff. All them examples I just gave was your stuff. Cool. It's your spot. If people don't like it, they don't got to be there. We all got to share the gym, dog. Whether it's a hotel gym. It's a U-Fit gym or something. It's a CrossFit gym. Or it's an apartment gym. Ain't none of it's yours, dog. No matter how many fees you pay, so clean it up, bro. Just clean it up. Just put the weights back where you got them. So the next person can come and get them where they got them and they can put it back. You see how that works? If you got the only 45 in the building and you put the 45 back, I can go get the 45. And then I can put it back. And then Joe Schmo Sausage Head can get the 45. If you take the 45 and you put it onto another machine and I come look for the 45, I can't find the 45. Ain't no 45. You see how that works? Not everybody messed up. Now I got to figure out what I'm going to do. Man, I ain't finna get messed with y'all. Just put the shit back. Fourth thing, and I know I told y'all five, but man, I think I'm going to wrap it up here because I don't even feel like going all with the five. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Hey, look, look. I'm not sure who you had beef with in 2021. We all got it, I'm, I'm sure. I don't know who hated on you or who wanted to see you fail. I'm sure they did all that you said they did. Here's the thing. I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell, right, let me tell you <laughs> We don't care. Jerry. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yo, I mean, it's respectfully, killer. We really don't care. Save the essay you about to write on Facebook. And then to have the nerve to screenshot that Facebook message and put it on your IG stories, that's just nasty. That's sick. That's really sick and nasty behavior. Why are you moving like this? Hmm? Why are you moving like this? Listen, man, I don't know how to say this, but I'm dead serious. If you got a problem with somebody, tell them. Not us. If they screwed you over big time, likelihood is you got their number. This year, Call those people out. Say your peace and slide, fam.
all the passive-aggressive sneak dissing in the post or sharing Justin LeBoy posts is just corny as hell, man. Y'all ain't tired of doing that? Just sending subliminals all year long. Like, what's wrong with you? Say it with your chest. I'm trying to see what y'all getting cracking in the close friends group and you putting up Bible verses talking about there's a Judas in every crew. Boy, if you don't stop texting and call God, fam, enough is enough. Okay? Enough is enough. Tell people how they're making you feel. Say your bit. Sly. Or don't say nut to them. Sly. Just don't tell us. And still slide. Like, please. Because we tired. We the people, in order to keep stuff straight, we need not hear from you or them. Because enough is enough, yo. <sighs> that felt good to say. But moving right along, moving right along. Um, I told my boy I'd start talking more music. Because now that I think about it, I never do. And I guess. I guess I'll keep my word this episode Um, because I told him I would. So, you know, but here's the thing, though. I don't really know what y'all want to hear about my music takes. Like, I'm sure I got some bad ones, too, because I mean, I'll dibble and dabble here and there with the new heat. But if I'm keeping it a buck, I don't really rock with these dudes, man. <laughs> like, I'm a I'm a I'm a, you know, hip hop rap herb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I be in my own little music bubble that me and my nerdy music friends operate in, and, and that's it. Uh, you know, like I said, I'll get out and check something out, but if it, ain't, if it ain't giving what it's supposed to give, I don't keep going looking for it. I know where the heat is, for me at least. You know what I'm saying? I know where the heat is. And don't get it misconstrued because I, I know how to find the vibes, too. I just don't be feeling like going to find them, and I damn sure don't be waiting on them. Eventually, though, I'm going to get better. I'm going to get better, and maybe that's the whole point of this segment here. So please be gentle with me, because one, I don't know what y'all be on. And two, I'm probably not changing my mind. So let's not be mean and start name calling, because then I'm going to talk about your mama, and then, you know, like we don't even got to go there. All right? So here we go. Um, since everybody did a album of the year list, um, I'll give y'all one off the dome, but remember, be gentle. Um, my list is completely hip hop based. Uh, I didn't get a chance to get around to everything this year, or I didn't just didn't love it enough to put it in the list. There's been a few times a few R&B albums have cracked my fives or top ten list or whatever list that I was doing for music that year. This just ain't one of them years. Sorry, <laughs> I told you, it ain't changing my mind, dog. First up, the man who needs no introduction, came out guns blazing. He wasn't waiting for this person or that person to drop this record or that record. He swung first. And sometimes, that's really what you need to do. Just lay it all out. So without further ado, I want to let y'all know I'm talking about my man J. Cole and his album Off Season. For years, people have been calling my guy Snore Session, which I honestly don't get i think they've been calling what jay snore or something like that snore world they even have like bro if you don't like good music you could just say that like you could just say this ain't for me dog like we ain't got a slander you know what i'm saying i don't come for none of the, the rappers that y'all be messing with leave my, my my guy alone he riding his bike 
He writing his rhymes. He talking about his family. He done matured. Let him be him. Let him stay in his space. Now, some of his fans might be annoying, so I do get that. I get that. But everybody fan is annoying. You know what I'm saying? Everybody fans are annoying. That, that's the whole point. Fan is short for fanatic. But on this one, oh, nah, nah. This one, if you say this one was born, that's you. It's a you problem at this point. And you need to seek help. You need to seek help. Because that boy brought nothing but flames this round. I honestly don't even really consider this an album album. Because usually he has like a concept or something going on. A little bit more structure. But this one, he this felt like a mixtape, dog. Like, he dropped nothing but straight bars on your head. Smacked your wife. Turned the AC on 85. Set the microwave on high and left. Very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. I know some people think Lil Baby got him on Pride is the Devil. I am here to tell you, get off the pipe. Get off the drugs. Don't do it. You are nuts and you need help. This isn't my favorite Cole album, but it's up there. I mean, it got what you need. You know what I'm saying? Like It got, it, it got some heat. It got some heat makers. It's, it's perfect for the summer. Perfect for the spring. Something to get you going. It came at the right time. Almost out of nowhere. We knew it was coming, but when it dropped, it dropped. Favorite tracks for me got to be Applying Pressure, uh, Pride is the Devil, and Close. Next up, Isaiah Rashad, House is Burning. Bruh, you don't have any idea how long I've been waiting for this next one. Like, Isaiah, where have you been, my boy? Five years since the street classic Sun's tirade. Like, man, this is exactly what I needed. This is exactly what I needed, especially being stuck in the house because of COVID. Come on, man. This was well worth the wait. I mean, I saw he was going through some personal family things and just wanted to step back for a minute and live. And I'm always here for that. So I waited quietly and patiently. I didn't go on a rant and say, oh, we need more music. We need more music. But in my head, I was thinking it. I was thinking it. But everybody go through something. You got to give people time. You got to give these artists time to refuel. And I'm glad I did because I knew he was going to come with a banger. And boy, now that it is here, he most certainly have. Y'all going to have to stop playing with him, yo. He trying to be one of them dudes. Or he's becoming one. And he has his own, like, sound. That's the that's the dope part. This might be the most vibey hip-hop album of the year. And for the longest, it was my album of the year. And that's right. That's over Nas's King Disease 2 and Cole's off-season because we got your edible arrangement vibes, we got your poolside vibes, turn up before and after the club vibes, your I just want to be alone vibes. It's clear, like, it's crystal clear he took his time and every feature felt right. Now, I had no idea who the hell Duke Deuce was on Lay With You, but look at that. <laughs> now I'm listening to him every so often. I done picked up on him and I am Dochi. Hey, man, I thought Sis was Scissor. She sounds so damn good. <laughs> it was like Scissor, but like the much more audio legible version. You know, because I love Scissor and Scissor's on the album. But if she yabba dabba do me again, we got to fight. <laughs> we got to fight because I don't be knowing what the hell you be saying. You know what I'm saying? It be sounding fire, but you just be making up words, man. And if you wasn't cute, I don't know if we would let these ride for this long. So, hey. Also, was able to catch his uh, first real tour out here in Houston. And, man, it was magical. 
that was a dope tour. That was like a dope little stop here. I ain't gonna hold you. That boy had the crowd hype. I just love to see artists that dedicate themselves to their craft. And more importantly, like I was saying earlier, man, their own unique sound. Like you don't gotta sound like everybody. And I ain't gonna lie, at first when he came out, I was like, man, this is a little too Kendrick eating for me. But it's clear he was just finding his way. And in the last two albums, man, he really just stuck a groove and he took it to the next level on his latest one. So, you know, apologies to me for even jumping the gun and calling it too Kendricky. But boy, oh boy, did he deliver. My favorite tracks on this one um, are R.P. Young, Headshots for the Locals, and What You Said. That's the one with I Am Dochi. That's a vibe. That's a pool. Like, that got to get back in the rotation this year. It was in the rotation last year. Oh, man, we finna bring that back. Because I don't feel like it got the run that it did. And we was in the house. Hopefully we outside. We probably won't be. But hopefully we outside. Some of y'all going to be. Because... You know, it is what it is. And that's the that's a that's a track for you there for sure. Uh next up, I'm just gonna call this spot the MMG spot. Because I can't decide who to take out or who to put in between Wale for Lauren 2 or Rick Ross is richer than I ever been. Because both of these dudes, in my honest opinion, they've been disappointing me for a little minute. Like, I know we got some Ross heads. We got a lot of Ross heads, especially out in Dade County. Um, I'm sure there's some Wale heads somewhere. Check on them. They not okay. Uh, but all jokes aside, they just ain't really, they ain't been really doing it for me. Um, it's, it's, I don't know. I, it's something's been missing. Every project they've had for a couple of years now have just felt flat to me. But boy, did they deliver. Boy, did they deliver with these. You shouldn't have been talking shit. Wale album was so good, I had to watch the entire three-hour Drink Champs pod. <laughs> hey, I don't even be messing with Wale like that no more. And I was locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was locked in, locked into the interview after the album. Like, it was like one of those situations where something's so good, you just want to absorb all the content with this person involved just to just catch up, think you missing anything, anything, or whatever the case may be, man. He did good that super happy for him and this project he all now I, even though i didn't mess with wally like his projects i can't lie he's always had a banger he always will have a banger wally is a hit maker but for the first time this project just felt whole and for me uh that's what i've been wanting from him a complete project a complete plan um not some throwaway b-side cuts and a few singles my only crux with this project though was fam we need more of dearly beloved like what the hell going on y'all boys playing the number games and i don't like it that track is a classic and it is only a minute and 49 seconds jamie came through and did his damn thing on that hook and that probably was just like a looping but boy oh boy did it sound good it was toxic it was toxic but boy did it sound good i feel like we were robbed uh, we will bamboozle, led astray, hoodwink, run amok, you know what I'm saying? Flabbergasted. A minute and 49 seconds? Come on, man. You gave us one verse, an intro, and an outro hook. That ain't right. But it's all good, because you floated on new balances, fluctuating, and fire and ice is a vibe. You know what I'm saying? We needed that fire and ice for cuddle season, you feel me? Gonna be putting that one in good use. Boy, if you don't get 
Oh, and in case anyone was wondering, obviously, well, those are my three favorite tracks. Uh, New Balances Fluctuate and Fire and Ice. So, boom, there you go. Now, as for Ross, man, Miami stand up. The boss has delivered. And when I say deliver, I ain't hear you this good, dog, since Teflon done, my boy. This is no skip energy for the crib. Dade County, we outside. The production, the sound, the bars, the cuts. Man, hey, couldn't nobody tell me I wasn't cruising down 7th Ave in a Wraith. You hear me? Couldn't nobody tell me I wasn't cruising down 7th Ave in a Wraith. That's a different feeling. And he gave us a back-to-back-to-back three-peat with Pulitzer, Rapper States, and Marathon. Come on, man. Ross was in his bag. Ross was deep in his bag. He was deep in there. It took an hour just to get out of that damn three-track loop. I done played Pulitzer, Rapper Estates, and Marathon so goddamn much, I thought it was a little 3P LP. And not for nothing, but Marathon gotta be about Birdman. That just, I don't know. I ain't trying to stroke no fires, but that gotta, that's, that's who that gotta be about. That's just me, though. I will say I didn't need Dream Dog talking about Wiggle Wiggle, but, you know, that's a Miami track if I ever heard one. We always do kind of cuts like that, and, hmm. We could have did without it, but it's there. It ain't too bad, and I'm sure we're working the strip clubs. I'm sure they turn that shit up in the office. No doubt about it. My favorite track's got to be that three-peat, and I'm going to give you a fourth, Imperial High. Dog. <clears throat> How you don't like a song named Imperial High? Not just Mile High, but Imperial High. That's like the highs of the highs. Like someone coming up to you and say, man, how, how you trying to jump? Man, I'm trying to jump Imperial, you feel me? <laughs> Yo, I'm just stupid. I'm stupid. That didn't make no sense. But for real, man, you delivered, bro. I need nothing else from you. I thought I was good after 2010, but you love to see it. You know what I'm saying? You love to see it. Just stop having them Maybach women laughing at me in the intros and the credits. I never feel more broke than when these ladies get the kiki key, key, key You know what I'm saying? They've been laughing at our ass for over a decade, bruh. Enough, Ross. Enough. Number four on the list. It was a shock to me. Uh, I didn't predict this happening. So much so, I ain't even catch it when it first dropped. But Tyler, the creators, called me if you get lost. I mean, I know DJ Khaled might not want to hear this, but Tyler did it again. Had it not been for the next album, this would have been probably the runaway album of the year for me. Once this dropped, everything else for me stopped. I had been stuck on this for a long time. From the production to the funny and personal skits, Call Me If You Get Lost is honestly just, it's just a good time, bro. And it's really refreshing to hear. It felt like possibly his most personal album. I mean, if you can even call it a, like a personal album, but it felt that way, in a sense. It definitely was his most mature. And boy, did he bring some bars. I still miss, you know, our future Tyler cracking fart jokes and saying things you probably shouldn't. But again, we both were kids then. Things changed as they should. This also may be my favorite Tyler album. Now, his features were all over the place. I mean, he he went all across the Monopoly board with this one. From 4-2 Doug, that's right, I just learned his name is 4-2 Doug, not 42. Who knew? But from Doug to uh, former groupmate Domo Genesis to Brent Fiaz to who seems like a mentor for real. 
by the way, I know this is blasphemous to say. I know this is blasphemous to say, but check me out. Tyler reminds me a lot of Pharrell. Now, he may or may not surpass him in producing because Pharrell is still producing and that is an art that does not get old. You just keep evolving and keep evolving. But when you combine the producing and the rapping together and then you judge them on that scale, oh, I'll take Tyler. For sure. I'll take Tyler. Even on the, the, the beats where Pharrell was, was in a rapper's bag and he was in a different pocket, it never felt as authentic as Tyler on his. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know he made the beats for himself and he was rapping on them, I'm talking about Pharrell, it just never felt as crisp or it never felt as clean or it never felt as authentic or it just didn't have the impact to me, at least personally, than Tyler on his own beats. And I think a lot of that was learned from Pharrell and then he just took it to the next level, which is nothing but, you know, that's time. That's all that is. But if I had to pick, I would I would take Tyler there. Adding DJ drama throughout was also a nice touch, man, because I'm sure Ty, like all of us, came up off them drama tapes. That was a nice salute to that mixtape era that I'm sure the feds the, and the music execs will never let happen again. Oh, and you can't forget that Wayne feature. Man, this year... Wayne has had some verses, verses. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he been on one hell of a feature run. Now, not like his 2006-2010 run, but it's a, it's been a run nonetheless. And boy, did he eat Tyler up on one of my favorite tracks, Hot Wind Blows. Psh, psh. Bruh, that wasn't even fair. That was child abuse. If you don't believe me, though, go ahead and go and listen. Check it out. Check it out and see what's going on. The other two favorite tracks um, got to be Wilshire and Run It Up. That intro to Run It Up is, to me, something special. If you ever, you know, down or counting out, not feeling great about yourself, just, man, just play that. And remember, you him or you her. Like, just remember, like, where you came from. Don't forget who you are in this thing. You know, people are going to try to take jabs at you. People are going to want to say certain things. People are going to want to call you weird. People are going to want to call you different. That's okay. Keep being you. And when it's time, be ready. Now, y'all know what I'm going to go for this fifth one. If you know me, you know where I'm going. Like it, <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. And if you know me and you know where I'm going and you know the artist, then you really know the album I'm going to say. I done gave it away saying all that. I ain't gonna play these games no more. Man, come on. Nas Magic. Stop playing. As soon as my doll said, I'm 21 years past the 27 Club. It's like I went back in the past and then I sped it up. I was cooked. You hear me? Cooked. Souffle. Barbecue chicken. Pan-seared shrimp. Extra teriyaki sauce. Why are you like this? Nasir, why are you like this, my boy? Why are you like this? Why are you this nice this late in your career? Why do you even care about being this nice? You have nothing to prove, nothing to gain from this. Man, I, I, I always rely on this old J. Cole quote from Let Nas Down, but dog, he nailed it on the head. If Pop was like Jesus, 
Nas wrote the Bible. Gotta be. Because this don't make sense. This don't make sense, bro. This is some Benjamin Button type energy. Now, before I get too crazy about all this, because this is my guy, I gotta pause because, man, yayo, all of us are fade. Because what Hitboy is doing with my favorite artist, the greatest lyricist in the game, Esco himself, is not fair. And we getting a King's Disease 3? Come on, man. Come on, man. What the hell was Kanye doing? What the hell was Kanye doing? We give Ye a lot of love and not enough flack for sometimes when he be BSing us. Looking back now at that Nas album, what is that? What is that? That's Nas, bro. I'm sorry. I know you was doing Tayana album. You was doing Push album. Uh, you was probably working on... You did your own album with uh, you and Cuddy. Uh, Kid C goes. You was... A, Yo, you got to stop that. You need to dedicate some time to Nas. That's Nas, bro. Now, excuse me, because I know I've been fanboying a little bit. But, bro, we got three classics out of nowhere in the last two years from Nas. King Disease 1, 2, Magic. And we shit, might as well call it a fourth because we, we about to get King Disease 3. It's clear. It is clear. He saved his best music for his own label, Mass Appeal. And I don't really have no problem with that. If you're trying to kick off your own joint, why not you be the one who kick it off? And kick it off with some bangers. I'm telling you, man. This album is the one, yo. Like, it's up there. And to be doing this with no motivation, dog. Like, that's tough. Well, let me not say no motivation. I'm, I just mean... He's done his time. Like, Nas has already given us his classics. Everything else since Untitled was Grace. Everything else since Untitled is Grace. Hell, Untitled Grace. He don't need to do nothing. He could have just chilled back and just let, let it be what it is. And that was in what? 2007, 2008? Man, look, I take what I need and I slide. But this... Oh, this Magic album is in the tuck. Now, King's Disease 2 was going to make the list originally, but it wasn't going to be the it wasn't going to be the best. It was just going to be, "All right, that was that was fire." This is flames. There's a difference between fire and flames. Album so damn good. He actually made ASAP Rocky care about bars again. And this is the best I heard from ASAP in years, dog. Years. Hell, man. And honestly, I don't really blame ASAP. <laughs> I mean, you got Riri. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You already won, big dog. Like, come on, man. Well, stop rapping. <laughs> Take care of your family. You know what I'm saying? Be there for Riri. Do what you need to do. We don't, we don't really need you doing that. You don't really got to prove nothing else. You already won. But we appreciate the submission. OG had to bring you out of there, you know what I'm saying? And get busy. There are no skips on this one. There are no skips on this one. Now, I know for some people saying, oh, but it's only nine tracks, only nine tracks. Of course, it ain't no skips. Dog, it wasn't no skips on King Disease either. That's an album album. What you talking about? 
favorite tracks. <sighs> Man, it's a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? He started off the album with Speechless. Then you got Meet Joe Black. Black Hollywood Gangster. The Truth. And Dedicated. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm such a damn troll, by the way. I'm such a troll. It's nine tracks, and I done gave y'all five. <laughs> and I was going to give you seven of favorite tracks. I ain't, I ain't writing that. I'm sick. I'm sick in the head. I don't know what's wrong with me. I got to chill and stop riding. But man, this album is fire, yo. Y'all check it out. Whenever you get a chance, check it out. All right? And that's it for my music picks. I feel like I spent way too much time on it. But it's a one time of the year type thing. So, you know. Now, I was going to put in the music bit and make a few jokes about Jason. You want to fight? You want to tussle Derulo? fighting some dudes who called him Usher but I just got out of physical therapy for my knee you know what I'm saying I don't really need that kind of pressure that man catching me in traffic right now you know what I mean but with my rehab over oh I'm on your head I'm on your head now sports uh the Lakers still suck, yo. <laughs> I don't know what y'all want me to say. Hey, man, we still suck. Magic for once wasn't really lying, and, and he said what everybody was thinking. Bron out here apologizing. At least we won. At least we won. It, that would have been bad to lose on uh, Martin Luther King Day to Utah, of all places. If I need to tell you why that might have been bad to lose to Utah on MLK Day, you need to pay more attention to your history and geography class. Clearly. Clearly. That just wouldn't have been a good look. You know what I'm saying? That would not have been a good look. AD still don't want to play center, even though he ain't even out there yet. Uh, we we just not good. Although Russ did bang on Gobert's head. I mean, that was nasty. That was nasty. That boy... <laughs> that boy Russ yammed on Gobert and started... <laughs> venting to the crowd he was sick of it <laughs> he's sick of the jokes dog y'all were ruthless y'all been treating him terribly y'all been reckless man and the y'all is you know who you are it's, it's nasty on there i don't even know how these athletes deal with it but we had a good game man we had a we had a good game we still not very good we got to be consistent we always had these games where we beat these teams i'm i was impressed because this was the number one scoring team in the league i believe they averaged like 115 points a season we held them to 95. Their field goal percentage is 47. That's number one in the league. 47.7%. That's almost every other shot they making them. We held them to 36.9%. Three-point field goal percentage, 36.8. We held them to 26. Now, the assists, they were still getting the assists. They had 22 assists. We held them to 21, but they were scoring different buckets. They turned the ball over quite a bit. We added on to that list. Like, dog, we had a good defensive game against this team. We just not consistent. We really just not consistent. And now they're talking about it's possible that Frank Vogel might be fired and replaced if he doesn't change things soon. And my thing is, cool. You want to let Frank go, let Frank go. Do I think this is all on Frank? 50-50. I think his lineups are trash. I think he could do a better job at that. But honestly, who are we going to hire? 
I know we saying fire him, but what great coach is just hanging around waiting for us to fire Frank Vogel and then we just going to hire him and then we just going to get hot and then take off. Now, we could probably get hot and take off, but I don't think it'll be due to the coach. Or maybe it will be. I don't know. Something's going to have to change and it seems it's going to be Frank Vogel. Also, uh, basketball season is still, you know, early right now. We ain't even at the halfway point. We ain't even at the All-Star games. The hot teams now got a lot of time to fade and become cool. That said, I'll give you a, a, a squad that is making me say, ooh, um, John and the Grizzlies. John and Memphis Grizzlies are a problem. Now, all this, John's the best point guard in the league, that's cap. That's cap and that's hate. People just don't like Steph. And no matter how many records he breaks, no matter what he does, y'all gonna slander this man for no reason. Like, we do not deserve the court tilter himself. That said, Ja is special. No doubt about it. I keep seeing the, uh, the AI comparisons, but I think that's just the slim frame and tattoos, you know, the boldness maybe of AI. He got the persona, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I mean, a lot of players play like that. So I can't even give that to just AI. I just don't see the comparison in game. Who Ja really reminds me of, though, is the Chicago Bulls' Derrick Rose, especially that MVP season. I don't know if people were too young or they don't remember or they don't want to remember, but Rose was a problem. Pretty good vision, fast and shifty as hell, tough as nails, and the most explosive two-foot takeoff I may have ever seen. And Ja is following pretty close to his game in every field, including that explosiveness. Also of note, both of their jumpers need work, but they make the shots they need to make. And honestly, at that point in their career, when Rose was that young and Ja's this young, I mean, I could live with that. <laughs> I'll take that. That is good enough for me. Also, that Grizzly team is deep, yo. Like hella depth with and gritty defenders who can score i think memphis um i think memphis might need to pump the brakes though on building a statue for Ja. but at the same time when it's all said and done barring any catastrophic injuries or anything crazy uh, it's coming <laughs> it's coming that boy is nice and that's probably it for me with the NBA. Now, I apologize if I'm skipping through this section pretty quick, but I ain't trying to drag it out. We know what's going on in the NBA. Again, it's, it's still early. So let's get straight to the NFL. Postseason has started, and it's just like everybody would since thought it would go. All the teams that got stomped out should have gotten stomped out. The Chiefs gave Big Ben the boot that he deserved because them boys had no business in the playoffs. I am proud of Coach Tomlin because every season, for whatever reason, people just start bringing up firing Mike Tomlin, even though he's like consistent. I think he has like a record of like 10 years or seven years straight up, like a winning record in the league. Like that's that's nuts, dog. But you know how it is for a black man being a head coach. The criticism just never stopped. The Eagles, y'all just sorry, bro. I don't know what to say. I don't even know like how y'all got here. Y'all just sorry. I don't know what people thought was going to happen, though, at the same time. Like, I saw the crying Eagles fan guy who goes viral all the time. I don't, at some point, you got to test him for drugs, too. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 
there there has to be a problem here. Why would you think this team would do anything? You know, they haven't done anything this year. Had it not been for the 17th game, a lot of these teams wouldn't even be in the playoffs. This was just a money grab, but hey, I digress. The Raiders lost a close one. They fought, though. They fought, though. All them injuries and negative headlines and racist coaches. I'm, bro, I'm surprised the Raiders were even where they was at. And I know people wish the Chargers were in their place, but dog, we not about to pretend the Chargers didn't blow a lot of games like they always do. Like, I understand Justin Herbert is nice, but I'm just not about to put him in the playoffs because I liked the guy and just hoped he was there. They need to break that curse or do whatever they need to do because they they always start hot, even with Phillip Rivers and then towards the end of the season, Mac Jones got all that hype all season undeservedly. Uh, people was giving him credit, talking about he was about to be some damn Tom Brady. Uh, the bill said, no mas. And dude laid the same dud he had been laying for the past couple of weeks. Shocking. Another Alabama quarterback, not that great. Who knew? You can only hide for so long in the league. In my personal opinion because I can't stand the Patriots. Bill should have put up a 50-piece. <laughs> hey, man, make it a 50-piece. It's always hate the Patriots energy over here. Every Boston team, for that matter. And Paul Revere, too. The LA Rams beat the Cardinals like they stole some. Beat them people so bad, they actually thinking about calling Matthew Stafford an elite quarterback. Man, if you don't. Look, man, that team loaded. That LA Rams team is loaded. Had they not beat the Cardinals, you got to fire everybody. You got to. But y'all didn't, so we ain't even going to bring that conversation up. But y'all better win. All them athletes y'all got on offense and defense. Like, come on, man. Come on. Let's just, let's just get it done. No excuses. But the real talk is the on-time yearly disappointment that is the Cowboys. Cue my music, man. Dak was hurt. You got him back. Throws of over 4,400 yards, 37 TDs, and 10 interceptions. Had a 1,000-yard rusher in Zeke. An 1,100-yard receiver in C.D. Lamb. Micah Parsons called the NFL easy. Trayvon Diggs going all pro with 10 interceptions. And like every year before this one, here we are again with another early playoff exit for quote-unquote the most talented football team in the league. At what point do we just call all that cap? One year is the injuries, the next year is, oh, we don't got a defense. The next is, oh, it's the coach. Fam, if you can only win under the most perfect of situations, are you a champion or an opportunist? Because at, at some point it's just like, dog, just get it done. Like, just get it done. And Cowboy fans, pipe down. Goodness, goodness. Give it, give it a rest. Like, take a year off of the... 
It's the Cowboys year. We're going all the way, going all the way. How about them boys? How about you pipe down? Goodness. CD had one catch for 21 yards. Zeke had 31 yards on the ground. Micah had three tackles. Seven assisted, but three solo tackles. Diggs got dogged all night while his brother watched him in the stands. Come on, man. And then Dak, your leader, blamed the ref bumping into him as to why they ran out of time. Look, man, it's nasty in Dallas. <laughs> hey, man, it's nasty in Dallas for y'all. Be better tomorrow, beloved. Be better tomorrow. Now, before I go, recently was MLK Day. Blessings to the Honorable Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We know his work, his influence, his legacy, and the things he strived for for my people and anyone else disenfranchised by this wicked and corrupt capitalist system. So let me be clear, man. A few of y'all got off some tweets the other day on MLK Day, and I ain't really like that. Yeah, I ain't really like that. First off, why is the FBI tweeting? Dr. Martin Luther King once said, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? This MLK Day 2022 and every day, the FBI remains dedicated to service and committed to protecting our communities. Fam, y'all led to his death. Come on, man. Come on now. Your director accused him of being the most dangerous Negro of the future in this nation from the standpoint of communism. You tapped my guy's phone for years and sent him letters trying to get him to commit suicide. In 1964, the FBI director J. Edgar Hoover said he was the most notorious liar in the country. That's your director, your first director, your creator. Read the room, bruh. Y'all don't get to send this tweet out. Not this year, not next year, not the year after, especially when you admitted to doing all of these heinous acts like this is public record. Then the NFL commissioner said, we are proud to pay tribute to the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. at our game tonight. This is from NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Dr. King envisioned a world where justice and equality existed for all. Remember that. Where justice and equality existed for all. A vision that is supported tirelessly by the King Center today. Through Inspired Change, we are honored to work alongside Dr. Bernice King and the King Center to help foster unity, drive positive change in our communities, and continue the critical fight to end racism. Really? Really? In an 80% plus black league and you got zero black owners? 32 teams, zero black owners, 32 teams, two black GMs. 32 teams, and one, that's right, just one, black head coach. You got teams out here playing with the Rooney Rule. They're interviewing running back coaches, wide receiver coaches, hell, the water boy if he's black, just to say they interview somebody black, and then hiring people who have zero credibility for the roles that they're getting every year. They're recycling bad coaches. 
Oh man, hey, 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 hey. Come on, man. Read the room, dog. You ain't have to send this out. You ain't have to send that tweet out. Nobody is looking for anything from the people that blackballed Cap, who followed in Dr. King's steps. Y'all didn't even want players kneeling, talking about justice. Yeah, here we are. Then this bit here, and I know it's old, and I could have probably mentioned a few newer posts that I saw too that was ridiculous from senators, but I can't ever get over David Guetta's post in honor of I guess this is his nickname, Floydy. And yes, he's referring to George Floyd. Don't think this relates to MLK? Check it out. So, last night, I knew we were going to do this. And I made a special record. So this record is in honor of George Floyd. And I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult. So, shout out to his family. So even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream. Bruh. My blood pressure ain't even built for this. My blood... (laughs) Yo, man, look. Read the room. Ain't nobody asked for that. Ain't nobody asked. Man, you know what? (sighs) Y'all be safe outside. COVID still doing numbers. Kanye still won't let Kim go and these damn gas prices keep going up I can't call it man but I love you dearly just remember it ain't on you it's in you peace and love love and peace we outside